for reasons that absolutely shock and surprise me. A lot of people who listen to the podcast have said they'd like it to be longer. Well, I don't think it's that crazy of an idea. I mean, people love you. So we are doing this. We have created a bonus subscription service. You can subscribe on our website, I don't need an acting class.com. Just click on the link. And for $3.99 a month, you get a lot of benefits. You get extended, unedited episodes, chapters of Milton's next book, personal audio responses to your acting questions. And what we're most excited about is our new series called Conversations on Acting, where we will invite actors of note to come talk about their process. If you are a subscriber, you will get a special invitation to that conversation where you can participate, you can ask questions. So sign up now to get all that good stuff at I don't need an acting class.com. It's Milton Justice. Thank you for joining us. This episode of my podcast, which is called I Don't Need an Acting Class, I want to cover another issue that plagues actors. It's from a chapter I call Stop Seeing Text as Sentences. Um, I have a quote in the book which, from Stella Adler, which I think is interesting. She says, this is what you must rehearse so you know the sequence of your points. You will automatically move from one point to the next. But if you do this only by words, you will have too hard a time to memorize, and memorizing kills the talent. It's interesting to think in terms of a play is a sequence of thoughts. It is not a sequence of words, and it's not a sequence of sentences. I had a moment when uh, Gustavo Dudamel, who's the conductor of the Los Angeles Philharmonic, and I showed him the score to a piece called Carmina Burana because I was just curious, and I said to him, when I show you this, and it was like, God, this took up a whole page, and it had all the parts and the vocals and the piano and the horns and everything. I was amazed I could put it on one page. And I said, what do you see when you see this? And he said, he said, I see phrases. Now, that to me was mind-boggling. He's a conductor. He doesn't see notes. He sees phrases. I mean, I expected him to say, well, I can hear the flute and I can hear this. He doesn't. He sees phrases, which I suppose is why he's Gustavo Dudamel. More typically for me, is what happened when I was directing an Oliver Haley play, and I said to an actor, why are you stopping at the end of every sentence? To which he naively responded to me, I'm respecting the punctuation of the writer. So this to me is this monumental idea. The punctuation is the writer's. As an actor, you have to make your own punctuation. And you have to think in terms of thoughts. First I talk about this, then I talk about this, then I talk about this, then I talk about this. It's the thoughts that 
the words come out of, not the other way around. Actors have a tendency, because they play sentences and not thoughts, to nosedive at the end of sentences. The British call the period at the end of the sentence the full stop, and it's a much better word. Now is the winter of our discontent made glorious summer by the son of York. So I nosedive to the end of the sentence, then I stop, I pause, and I have to get it up again. It's almost like the rule is go through and take out all the punctuation. And therefore, you get the clarity of what the ideas are, of what the thoughts are, what the sequence of thoughts are. I never quote movies, but I, I will quote this movie because I thought it was so interesting. There was a Sony Classics movie called White Crow, which was about the early years of the dancer Rudolf Nureyev. The script was written by the playwright David Hare, so I feel almost justified. It was a scene between Nureyev and his teacher Pushkin. Now, dance to me is one of those things that's like, I mean, we had to take ballet class and drama school. It's sort of like you do the ballet bar, and then you do this, and you do that. And if somebody said, okay, so now we're going to put together Swan Lake, it still seems to me like it's a collection of steps because I don't understand dance. And what in this movie, he said, was the steps have a logic. You need to find that logic, not to force it. One step follows another with no impression of haste or effort steps follow and belong and i thought that was just brilliant i thought that is exactly that i mean i hate this you know if you can deal with the metaphor acting is just like that there is a logic in the text one thought follows the other if you understand that one thought follows the other then you don't get worried about pace you don't get worried about, I should speed it up. You, should, you don't get worried. I am making clear that one thought follows another. Stella used to suggest, she said, okay, here's, a, here's an interesting thing for you to do. Read through the monologue, maybe read through it twice, put it down, and then do it. Paraphrase it. Put it in your own words. Then go back and look at it again and then do the same thing and then put it in your own words again because then you begin to own the thoughts the sequence of thoughts i've often thought it would be interesting to do a play that way have a read through of a play and then just put the script down and just say okay let's now do the play and see where we are i i think it it helps us i, I think it really does i think it helps us because if I don't have a sense of what I'm talking about, and I don't have a sense of what the thoughts are, then it's just words. It's just text, and it has a deadness about it. You may even find there are three thoughts in one sentence. The point is, and, and boy, this, this blows a hole in the idea of an action on every sentence. It, it's, you know, I don't know. There are all these things acting teachers say. And, but it's, if I'm clear what I'm talking about, 
It happened in class the other night with, uh, with Patrick. Patrick was paraphrasing an editorial. And it was an editorial that he felt connected to, but the first time he did it, it was kind of all over the place. And then he looked over the, the editorial and put it down and did it again. Second time he did it, it was amazing. Greg said, I'll vote for him. I mean, it was that clear what he was talking about. So it, it's a matter of, first of all, putting it in your own words so that you know what it is. Second of all, it's a matter, uh, it, it is a matter of rehearsing it out loud, not in your head, but rehearsing it out loud so that you begin to hear what it is you're talking about. And I think it does help. I think at the end of the day, you begin to realize that a play, a monologue, the text, is a sequence of thoughts. It is not a collection of sentences. And it's certainly not a collection of words. Next time, I would like for us to have a look at a chapter that I call 2 plus 2 equals 4-ish. Hi, everybody. It's Walker Vreeland. I'm the producer of I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Director of online media is Evan Sollers, and music is provided by David DeJuice. If you have a question or comment you'd like Milton to address on an upcoming episode, email us at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Again, that's questionsformilton at gmail.com. And if you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks so much for listening.